Thank you again for tuning in to Where the Leaves Fall Purple. Before we start, episode four, It's Always the Boyfriend, contains themes of domestic violence and sexual assault, as well as death. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to another exciting episode of True For You with our mystery caller. Mystery caller? Are you still on the line with us? Yes. I'm dying to hear what happens next. It's funny you should say that. Watch out! He'll be fine. Little buddy's resilient. (laughs) Daniel? What does where the leaves fall purple mean? for 6 a.m. that I can't stop. It's not enough for him to haunt me in my dreams. Even when he's missing, he still manages to find a way to make my life hell. Mark my words, asshole. You're so through by the time I finish this episode on you. It'll be a bloodbath. Okay, come on, Ben. Think. How do I unlock the secrets of Daniel Loggins? November 8th. 7.30 a.m. Hallway in front of Janie's apartment. Janie! Come on! Please be in there. Janie! Fine! I'm coming in. Really thought you'd come back here at some point. Oh, come on. There has to be something. Shit. What if they heard me? Wait, who's even knocking at 8 a.m.? Sorry, I just... Oh, and no one's there. That's odd. A package. To Janie Melnick. Um, no return address. Okay, Veronica, I mean, it's illegal to open mail. But then again, this is for Janie. November 8th, 7.52 a.m. Ben and Ezra's apartment. J-A-N-E. Oh, damn it. Someone's already in a good mood. Any ideas on what Daniel's password would be? Have you tried Dan L? It's the first thing I tried. And I only get like six tries before I'm locked out. Have you tried printing a picture of his face and using that? Doesn't work. I either need the password or his stupid smug face. You're not normally up this early. You can't really be up early if you never went to bed in the first place. You love to sleep. I know it was just Daniel here, but the fact that someone can just break into our apartment and touch our stuff, I... I don't know. We'll find a way to get back at him. Have you seen the analytics on our first episode? 
It's got like triple of all your other episodes combined. I've been answering DMs and emails all night about it. What are people saying? Mostly people are worried and offering support. I've actually been lining up interviews. You have your first one in about two hours. Do we really need those? The best crime series have sources. It makes you seem more legit. Who are we interviewing? Some girl named Frida. Who? She said she was a fourth year psych student who has information on Daniel. Her message was kind of cryptic, so I thought she'd add intrigue. Ben, Ezra, open up. Oh, someone's in a great mood this morning. Veronica, you're going to wake up all our neighbors. I'll wake up the whole damn city if I have to, Miller. What's that? Somebody dropped this off at Janie's apartment today. And before you ask, I have no idea who. I opened the door and whoever it was was gone. Okay, let's see what's inside. Hey! Don't touch that. You were the last person to see any of these photos. Photos? This box is full of photos. Revealing photos of my best friend being sent to her apartment. At least they're tasteful, like Boya Boudoir. Well, what do they look like? Wouldn't you like to know? I can't report on what I saw if I didn't see it. You're not reporting on anything. If we want to find her, then the podcast is our best hope. The podcast. <laughs> That's really what you're thinking about right now. Hey, that one's kind of cute. Can I just... No! Wait, that one's weird. Look, it's like a totally different time and place and less, uh, scandalous. Wait, whose shadow is that behind her? It's bigger, a little broader. Maybe it's Daniel? Do you think Daniel took all of these? I don't know. He's not really the artsy photography type. I mean, have you seen his Instagram? (laughs) Basic chalk. Wait, she wore that outfit two days before the party. I thought I said no peeking. So they couldn't have been taken yesterday. And that one with the shadow, she spent that day with Daniel. That's his living room wall. Hey, and isn't this one Daniel's bedroom? I think that one's his bathroom. All of these were taken at Daniel's place. You know what they say in the true crime world. It's always the boyfriend. Okay, I'm not buying in. Where would he have gotten all the photos then? Daniel didn't even have a printer. I don't know. The photo lab? Don't look at me. You're literally a TA for like three photography classes. Does where he printed them matter? Who else would it be? The break-in, the phone, the photos, it all lines up. I'm going to do more digging. Be our guest. We have a podcast to keep on the charts. And this just adds to our case against Daniel. Our case? Two can play at his game. He wants to mess with our plan, and I'm going to mess with him. Get ready to be suspect number one, Loggins. November 8th. 8.46 a.m. Dodgewood Police Station. Thank you, miss. Yes, we appreciate your interest in this case. We may be in touch. Bye now. Morning, sir. <sighs> Hello, Garcia. Sleep well? Not a wink. I've been diving into this whole podcast thing. We've had six calls this morning about tips on our missing people. The Dean even called earlier asking for an update, but... We don't have any updates if we don't have a case. Are we certain no one made any attempt to report this? Nothing that was misfiled, disregarded, disproven, lost in the shuffle, anything? I talked to all our clerks and phone operators and I've got two officers pulling out case files from the past two weeks. So far, nothing. And who were you just on the phone with? Just a concerned classmate, offered to help in any way possible. Said she even started some online group. We have to conduct a wellness check on Janie and Daniel. Then we'll know if there's any legitimacy to this bullshit. It's time to get to the bottom of this before it goes any further. November 8th, 1121. 
a.m. Ben and Ezra's apartment. Okay, remember that we need to get sound bites that can stand on their own. If you have to lead her into questions, we can always just make it more natural in post. <sighs> we've been recording the rest of the stuff all morning. I think we've got it. Okay, but you've never actually done an interview before. We need to do this right. Oh, I hope Frida has dirt on Daniel. Something real embarrassing. Shouldn't we be sticking to the facts of the case here? Or at least the ones we made up? You're the one who said we have to tell a good story. She probably just wants to talk about how worried she is or how much everyone misses him. He's that guy everyone likes. Well, does anyone really like athletes? Or do we just have to kind of say we do? <laughs> yeah, we're supposed to idolize men who play with balls for fun. Yeah, you may want to rethink how you phrase that one. What did Janie see in him? Oh, he's popular, has a great body, charming, pretty smart. Yeah, whatever. He's also a gigantic dick. He broke into our house and you're still defending him. Maybe he's just trying to make the podcast better. Janie could be in on it too. Then they won't mind us making the story more interesting. What do they really expect we'd do? That's Frida. I'll bring her up. Just be cool. I'm always cool. Uh, sure. Be cool? Daniel Loggins, you're about to pay. Mark my words, no one messes with Ben Miller. November 8th, 11.28 a.m. Ben and Ezra's apartment. Welcome, Frida. As you know, I'm Ezra Hansen, the producer of Miller's Murder and Mystery Hour, and this is my colleague Ben Miller, the host. And creator, and writer, and, uh... Yeah, 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 yeah. Hello. Can I get you anything? Water? Coffee? No, uh, thank you. Are you okay? I'm fine. Can we just get started, please? Sure, you can take a seat right there, and then, Ben, uh, take it away. Are we recording? Yeah. Perfect. <clears throat> so, Frida, can you tell us why you've come forward today, on the record, to talk about the case? That's... Kind of a big question. I listened to your first episode and I just had this feeling about what happened to your friend. I don't know Janie, but I know Daniel and I just... S sorry. It's okay. Take it from the top of your last sentence and we'll edit it. What was I saying? You know Daniel. Yeah. He's my ex. We dated for almost three and a half years, up until a few weeks before he started going out with Janie. It's hard to say when we officially broke up. We were on and off again a lot at the end. A few weeks? How come he never mentioned you? You ask him. I think he started talking to Janie before we broke up. He'd do that when he was mad at me. Why was he mad at you? Pick any little thing, and he was probably mad about it. Example? <clears throat> uh, sorry. <clears throat> Can you give us an example of why Daniel may have been mad at you? <sighs> Our first big fight was in high school. We were prom king and queen, but he realized way more people voted for me as queen than him as king. He took that as there were other guys that were interested in me. He got paranoid. I told him he'd have to deal with it when we went to different universities next year. Different universities? He did his first semester across the country. We fought a lot because of the distance. I was this close to breaking up with him. Then he transferred and followed me here. He acted like he was doing me a favor and everyone thought it was so sweet that he just loved me so much. And it was great until second year. He started to get jealous of my guy friends. When he found out one of them did like me, he, 
He acted like it was my fault. I thought he was right, so I stopped hanging out with my friends. I spent all my time at Daniel's practices and games and with his teammates. He realized that meant he just brought me into a circle of more men. Wow, this means Daniel's always been the jealous type. Ben. I mean, what happened next? We argued, but I just stopped fighting him after a while, and I told myself things were good. Things had to be good because he said he loved me. But things with Daniel weren't good, so what happened? Ben. What? I asked her a question. I found out he had a folder of me on his phone, hidden in one of those fake front storage apps. He had hundreds of photos of me that I never knew he took. Photos? What kind of photos? What were you wearing? Uh, depended. Everyday clothes. Less clothes. No clothes. Oh my god. Ben? I let it slide for a few months, but then we got into one fight and he threatened to send them to everyone he knew if I left. So he was extorting you? Why didn't you tell the police? And what would they do? He'd just say I let him take them and he'd never send them. So you should have left? Yeah, I I guess so, because then he wouldn't have hit me. He hit you? Where? How many times? It, um, I... What did you do? What did you say? It was my fault we just... No, wait, cut. We were getting somewhere. Ben, stop. Give the girl some space. Frida, are you okay? I, I need some air. Can I just... Uh, Wait! Look what you did! Me? How? I'm gonna let you think about that until you can figure it out yourself. November 8th, 11.43 a.m. In front of Ben and Ezra's apartment. Frida! Frida, wait! I can't do this. I'm going to ruin his life and mine. I can't go back in there. That's... Not why I'm here. I made him mad. I shouldn't have if I just... Hey, what's going through your head? Everyone loved Daniel. He was like the star of the volleyball team and top of his class, and and you were his friend too. I've never told anyone this. I never... They, they won't believe me. Maybe you won't believe me, but I believe you. I used to think Daniel was a good guy, but the last few days have made me question everything I know about him. Before yesterday, I didn't think Daniel would hurt Janie in any way, but I think I'd be stupid to think he couldn't have. You know that I tried to talk to the police when it happened, but I waited too long and there was no evidence. It was my word against his. I know what that's like. With Wyatt? No, Wyatt's a good guy. It was when I was still figuring it all out in high school. I let a lot of older guys take advantage of me. I was a kid, despite how much I tried to fight that, and... They all knew it. I just couldn't stand up for myself. It, it sucks, but I kind of wish I'd told my story so that little Ezra's everywhere don't have to go through it alone. Why don't you? That's why I make art. I think I'm telling people in a way I'm not really telling people. In my films, photography, and now the podcast. And today I have the chance to help you tell your story. So you think I should go back in there? Look, Ben may have as much tact as Mr. Bean at a funeral, but he wants to find Jamie. And Daniel. Maybe your character testimony will help. How about this? Let's do it together. Yeah, let's do it. November 8th, 11.54 a.m. Campus photography darkroom. Okay, where are the lights in here? 
I know it's a dark room, but people still need to see, and there has to be a sign-in sheet for students or something, and then I can... Veronica? Ah, sorry. I didn't mean to disturb you, but I thought it would be rude if I didn't say anything. Have you, uh, have uh, have you been here the whole time? Yeah, uh, well, no. I was in the closet back there getting more developer. Wyatt took some really cute film photos of us with an old camera he had. I think they were supposed to be a surprise, but I'm going to surprise him first by developing them and making us matching scrapbooks. Hmm, charming. I know, right? (laughs) Oh, wait. What are you doing up here? Uh, I was just looking for Ezra. I haven't seen him. Oh, but I did hear the podcast that him and Ben made. Gosh, I didn't sleep at all thinking about Daniel and Janie. I've started a group online of people who are going to spread the word. And we were thinking we could even go out and search whatever it takes to bring them home. You really don't have to do that. Oh, but I do. We all do. I even called the police station this morning to let them know I want to help in any way I can. You did what? Oh, is something wrong? No. No. Okay. Sorry. This whole thing is just really putting me on edge. I totally get that. I mean, if I lost a bestie, I don't know what I'd do. So if you ever want to talk... I'm always here to be a friend. Thanks, Skylar. Oh, hey, is there a sign-in sheet for here or something? Just so I can check the last time Ezra's been here? Oh, not really. Usually you actually have to scan a card to get in here, but there was something jammed in the lock when I got here, so I don't know how long it's been open. Guess that's how you got in too, huh? I didn't even notice. I already sent an email to campus maintenance about it. I'm sure it'll be fixed by tomorrow. Just like it never happened. Right. Just like it never happened. November 8th, 11.58 a.m. Ben and Ezra's apartment. Oh, thank God you're back. Let's just... Hey! I'm finishing this interview. But I'm the host. I... Just let me handle this one, okay? Trust me. But Ben... (sighs) Fine. Whenever you're ready. Hi, everyone. This is Ezra, the show's producer. I'm here with Frida, who is brave enough today to share her story about Daniel Loggins, one of the missing people in the case we've been bringing to you. Take your time and say whatever you need to. I told you he hit me. It was only once on a hike in Hawks Park. No one else was around, and I was in denial for the whole walk back home. I wish I could say that's when I got out. I eventually stood up for myself. I went to the police station and spoke with Detective Wright, and nothing happened. But Daniel let me go. I'm sorry. You never should have had to go through that. That's why I'm here. No one else should have to go through this, but if Janie did, you two need to find her. I don't trust the police in Dodgewood, not if that's what happened. You've got to help your friend, if it isn't too late. November 8th, 3.25 p.m hallway in front of Janie's apartment. None of Daniel's roommates have seen him since Sunday night, and he's missed two of his volleyball practices. So it looks like this is going to be a lot of paperwork. Unless... Janie Melnick? This is the police. Open up. Miss Melnick, if you're in there, please come out. 
Who's causing that commotion? Oh, <laughs> sorry, officers. You're the second person to bang on that door today. The second person? Yes, th there was a brunette here earlier. I don't know why she bothered knocking when she had the damn key. Oh, and the same thing happened yesterday with her and two boys. And then someone came here later at night, but well, I didn't see who. And are you sure Miss Melnick wasn't home? Well, I can't be sure, but I don't think Janie's been home for a few days. I haven't seen her or her little boyfriend around for a while. Those kids are always so loud. If it's not banging on the walls, it's the fighting good lord. They fought a lot? All the damn time. But me and my Donnie did too at that age, and we were fine. Until he met that damn floozy in Florida, and... <clears throat> when was the last time you saw Janie? Monday morning, I think. She had bags with her like she was going somewhere. I just assumed it was an extended sleepover. Otherwise, she usually lets me know so I can keep an eye on the apartment. Huh. And no one else has been here? There was some rushing around in the halls late two nights ago. It may have been early morning at that point. It woke me up. Are you sure that wasn't Janie or Daniel? Could have been. When I got my house coat on to tell them off, they weren't around here anymore, and I wasn't going to wait around to see if they came back. Interesting. Why are you looking for Janie? Well, we gotta go. You've been a great help, ma'am. Please call us if you see her. She's not in trouble or anything. We just would like to talk to her. If you see anyone else here, please let us know, okay? All right. Garcia, head back to the office, start a file, make a list of all the people involved in that podcast. I'm headed to the campus so I can see what I can find out. I think it's time I talk to our podcasters. Who do you think was here earlier? See if you can't pull any security footage from the building. I have a feeling we know the boys who paid the visit, but we damn well better figure out who that brunette is. November 8th, 3.37 p.m. Arts Building Staircase. <sighs> well, that was no real help. Who sent those photos of you, Janie? I'm gonna kill whoever did it. Hello? What do you mean? Right now? No. Fine. I've got it. November 8, 4.07 p.m. Men in Ezra's apartment. There it goes. Up into the cloud for the world to hear. I can't believe we just posted that. And people are already listening. The break-in, the cabin, Frida, it's all out there now. And now the whole world knows Daniel's a piece of shit. I knew that, and now no one else will ever tell me he's a great guy, Ben, just give him a chance. Is that really what you're choosing to focus on right now? W what's that supposed to mean? I don't think this is Daniel joking anymore. <laughs> Someone broke into our house and uploaded that first podcast. It has to be Daniel. What if he's doing all this to buy himself some time? He's not smart enough to do that. But he's smart enough to extort women for years. If only Frida had actually told... No, I'm stopping you right there. You already made her sit there while you interrogated her. I didn't interrogate her. I asked her questions. I led her into a good story like you wanted. You think I wanted that? Ben, wake up. This isn't a game anymore. This is potentially an actual crime. Then we end it. If we figure out where the leaves fall purple... Yeah, good luck with that. What are you... Where are you going? I need some space right now to wrap my head around the fact that we may be the reason Janie never comes home. No. 
Jamie's fine. Daniel's fine. It's all fine. It's not... We didn't... Ezra, wait. November 8th, 4.15 p.m. In front of Ben and Ezra's apartment. <sighs> Ezra, wait. Or you're already gone. Damn it. Way to go, Miller. It's 4.15 p.m. right now on a nippy night of November. I'm walking down the street alone, thinking about my last episode. Daniel's phone is weighing heavily in my pocket. Probably full of photos of Janie and Frida that they never knew about. I think Ezra's right. I'm scared. I was only trying to help Janie, but... What if... Hawks Park. Hawks Park. Purple leaves. Where the leaves fall purple. I think I may have just figured it out, guys. Stay tuned. November 8th, 4.21 p.m. Campus Gym. Let's go, boys. Move it. Move it. I can't believe Ben could be so selfish. And Veronica won't answer her phone, and now... I'm in the one place I don't want to be because I want to see the one person I don't want to be anywhere near. Good one, Ezra. So much for being the only sane one. Almost there. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5. Right, where were you? 4, Perth, nice serve. 3, get there, Ryan's faster. 2, 1. Okay, that'll do it, boys. Hit the showers. We'll do it all again on Thursday. And whoever sees logins, tell them we need to have a word. Man, if I miss another serve, I'm pretty sure Coach is going to pull me from the starting rotation. Dude, give yourself some credit. You return way more than you miss. I can hardly keep up with you. Okay, you can do this, Ezra. You just got to talk to him. Why, it's the only person left who will get it. Hey, Wyatt! <laughs> Shit. Skylar? Hey, Corey, can you give me a second? As if today couldn't get any worse. Literally hiding from my ex. This is officially a new low. What's up, babe? I wanted to surprise you. See my man in action. <laughs> That's my little cheerleader. Oh, gross. How was practice? Not bad. My blocking could use a little bit of work before our game against the Lions, but I'll squeeze in a practice sometime after class. Again? You've been practicing a lot lately. I feel like I haven't seen you in days. Now you're just being dramatic. Well, you even ignored my come-over text last night. Did I? Uh, sorry, Sky. I actually went to bed early. I haven't looked at my phone since yesterday afternoon. I wasn't feeling that great. No, he didn't. So that's why you weren't in class either? I tried to find you after Professor Smith's lecture, but... Yeah, that's it. I just didn't want to go. This isn't about Ezra, is it? Because you've been acting really weird these past few days, and I... Hey. Don't worry, this isn't about him. Come on, how about we go for ice cream later tonight? I've got something I need to take care of real quick, but I can pick you up in a couple hours. Ice cream? But it's so cold out there. It'll be fun. And hey, I'll keep you warm. <laughs> Aww. That liar. I can't believe he just- Ezra Hansen? 
Detective Wright. <laughs> Sorry, I, I didn't see you there. Uh, what can I help you with? I stopped by your place earlier to have a chat with you and your roommate, but no one was home. I must have just missed you. Is this about the break-in? I still haven't heard from your roommate regarding that. Ben, right? Right? That kid has a great voice. I found your podcast very engaging. Just got the notification you two have a new episode. I was thinking maybe you could come with me. We could listen to it together. I have a lot of questions. November 8th, 4.23 p.m. Hawks Park. Redgrove Forest. Okay. Okay, Ben. You can do this. You can do... Oh, shit. <sighs> Why did I have to try to figure this out in the dark? Stupid idea, Ben. I should have at least waited for Ezra to stop being pissed off at me. Or I should have at least called Veronica. She'd have at least come. Then again, I'd get a lecture. Just gonna kill me if she finds out. If I don't, you know, die first. I should probably be recording this. Just in case. If I die, at least I can put out a final episode. Okay. <clears throat> okay. It's November 8th at 4.25 p.m. Ezra, I know you're mad at me, but it's your job to put this out if I don't make it. I know you won't out of spite, but I will haunt you. I promise you, I will haunt you. I'm in Redgrove Forest, like 10 minutes deep, I think. <sighs> Reminder to self to cut this out to make me sound cooler. Okay, what can I see? Trees, leaves, whole lot of trees and leaves. My listeners don't care about that. None of them are purple. Well, it's getting cold and dark and I don't know why I'm out here I thought for God knows what reason Janie might be here or some clue or some part of her I don't want to think about that this is where Daniel took Frida so what if he has her here too or I can't think about that I'm supposed to be solving this thing there shouldn't even be anything to solve. I crafted the perfect case, and I should know how this whole damn thing goes. I was supposed to find her. It's my job to find her. I'm supposed to be her hero. But instead, it's all my fault. Hello? Is somebody out there? Hey, who's taking photos? Who the... Wait! That didn't feel like a leaf. What's underneath this pile? There's something... No, 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 no! Hi, this is Ezra Hansen. Shit! If it's important, text this is not me. the time to be ignoring me, Ezra! 
Look, Ben, I kind of can't talk right now. Wait. Ezra's pissed off at me, and before you hang up or start yelling at me too, I really need your help right now, please. What do you mean? Daniel didn't take Janie. I just found him. Where? What do you mean you found him? What did he say? He didn't say anything. Okay. No pulse. What do you mean you found him, then? He's dead, Veronica. Daniel's dead. Nice one, Ben. The phone. Ben? I just need his face. I just need to open your eyes and then... What are you... Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. Just gotta open your eyes. Ben! Uh. Ben! Okay, so definitely dead. But I did solve one of our issues. Uh, I got his phone unlocked. (laughs) Well, folks. Never in my 13 years on the air... Have I heard someone do something so morbid in pursuit of the truth? Maybe warn us next time? Then let this be a warning. This tale is going to get a lot more twisted. Because now we don't just have a missing persons case. Our friends are about to be wrapped up in a murder. Thank you for listening to this episode of Where the Leaves Fall Purple. My name is Kimberly Villanton. I am the showrunner and creator of this audio drama. Where the Leaves Fall Purple is presented by Beautiful Happy Productions. Executive producers are Kimberly Villanton and Jamila Joy DeJesus. Assistant producer is Ashley Burns. Sound design and audio engineering was done by the amazing Tyler Gillis at Aftertouch Audio. We seriously couldn't make these episodes sound like they do without him. Episode four, It's Always the Boyfriend was written and directed by Kimberly Billington. In this episode, you heard the voice talents of Corey Hendricks as Ben Miller, Aaron Johnson as Ezra Hansen, Ashley Burns as Veronica Barrow, Godfrey Cook as Wyatt Perth, Zoe Marie Welch as Skylar Hayes, Matt Brown as Detective Wright, Jamila Joy DeJesus as Officer Garcia, Cassandra Klassen as Frida, Alvin Tam as Coach Lim, Jordan Powers as Corey Briggs Brighton, Donna Brayshaw as Janie's neighbor, Kimberly Billington as Janie Melnick, Benjamin Stevens as Daniel Loggins, and Tanya Keller and Vincent Ross as Andrea and Marty. Additional voices were done by Kyle Billington. Our theme song was written and performed by Zoe Marie Welch. Where the Least Fall Purple is supported by UBCP Actra's Ultra Low Budget Program. If you're enjoying Where the Least Fall Purple so far, please leave us a review on your preferred podcasting platform. We do read them all and we really appreciate it. Your support means a lot to us. If you have a couple extra dollars to spare, consider becoming a patron of the show on Patreon at Where the Least Fall Purple for some exclusive perks. Want more content and behind the scenes fun? You can find us on social media at Where the Least Fall Purple on Instagram and Facebook and WTLFP underscore podcast on Twitter. You can also visit our website at www.wtlfp.com. On a more serious note, To anyone who's listening who's been affected by domestic violence or sexual assault, please know that we hear you, we support you, and we believe you. We hope that when the time is right for you, you'll tell your story. We hope to see you in future episodes. But for now, have a safe and wonderful week. Bye for now.